Oh, yes, you thought it was gone, but it's back. The original, the OG, I don't know what that stands for. I think it's the original goodness, or maybe the old guys, or um, old guard probably is what it stands for. I don't know, but the OG podcast, it's back. It's better than all the others. You know it is, Uh, and we'll get into that today. We got to review some podcasts today. Um, but you knew it had to come back. You were waiting for it with bated breath, and it's back. Yeah, our intro might be a little outdated, but it's what the people want, so we had to give it to them. And uh, and so we're going to get into it with our podcast, talk about the Rabble Boys League. Uh, see, that's how you do that. Uh, the Rabble Boys League and the franchise and what's going on. So there are two other podcasts about this Madden franchise out there now. Two, I guess you could call them competitors. Uh, You better believe that I think of them as competitors. Uh, They're out there, the uh, Rabble Boys State of the Union podcast. Uh, What union, what state of it, I, I don't quite understand that. And then the Boisterous Rabbler podcast, uh, better name, I'll, I'll give them that, better name on that one. It kind of begs the question, uh, this is a Madden franchise with, you know, four participants in it, how many podcasts can there be about that Madden franchise? I gotta think that that number can't get above four, um, but if it does then you know we are in major cultural phenomenon territory. So now I'm kind of hoping that that happens, that we get five or six podcasts about this franchise. That would really be something. If somebody that's not actually participating in this franchise is doing a podcast about it, um, then you got to wonder why we're not making money off of this, because we really should be. So anyway, these podcasts, uh, these posers, these imposters, uh, why aren't they as good? Well, first of all, they're not the original. The original's always the best, obviously. These are copycats. But secondly, you got to look at the merits of each podcast. So take the State of the Union podcast, for example. Uh, Each episode titled, uh, usually the title relates to the content and what's going on in the franchise, but titled with anywhere between three and six exclamation points. And then when you listen to the podcast, there isn't that much excitement put into what is said. Uh, So that's really weird, kind of a false advertising, if you will. And so I'm really looking for that host to uh, amp up the energy level, maybe the volume level, and especially the pitch of the voice. That really needs to go way up. Uh, and I would make that podcast a lot more interesting. And then just kind of spitting out facts uh, is what they do over there. Uh, this is where this team stands at this point, and this is where this team stands. Okay, man, I can go look at that. Uh, where, where's the incisive analysis of what's going on in the league? That's what we need from that podcast right now. It's just sorely lacking. So I got to say, because uh, I have algorithms and science that helps me uh, grade things like this. I got to say that that podcast is a B minus. 
And then you look at the Boisterous Rabbler uh, podcast. Uh, a little more flair there. Okay, that's good. That's great. Um, but it's kind of lacking in the analysis. I mean, their big segment in their inaugural podcast was about jersey colors and which ones they liked and which ones they didn't like and which one looks good and what should you match with your shoes. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it was a little interesting, but let's be honest, that's basically a fashion podcast. So these two imposters out there, uh, you have the boisterous rabbler, who, by the way, gets a B- minus on his podcast grade. Boisterous Rabbler uh, is kind of style over substance, uh, talking literally about style. Uh, and then you have um, the other one, I already forgot its name, which is uh, all substance, no style. So you don't get from those podcasts what you crave, which is what you get from this podcast, which is entertainment, learning, spiritual guidance, uh, things that enrich your lives in wonderful ways. And that's why this podcast uh, gets an A+. And by the way, neither of those podcasts have what any sports podcast needs to have, which is draft grades. Come see me when you got draft grades on your podcast, boys. All right, full disclosure here. I recorded some of this podcast before our annual owners meeting, that's what we're going to call it, this weekend, and I had uh, other intentions on what we were going to do with this podcast. Things have changed now, so what I would rather talk about, I was going to talk about things that would improve Madden, I think I've covered that ground before, but you can always do it again, because that's how uh, unimpressive Madden is as a video game product, shall we say? But not going to do that. Save that for another time. And I also wanted to talk about the Deshaun Watson contract because uh, it's kind of a fascinating deal. But we'll also save that for another time. What we're going to talk about right now is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll keep it brief. And Tyreek Hill being traded. And it, it kind of sucks. Uh, I have said, and I believe this, this... Chiefs team, their Super Bowl window is closed. It's it's over. Uh, that doesn't mean they can't you know bust open another window. Hopefully, in a couple of years, that's what good teams do, especially when they got a good quarterback. Is they kind of go through a couple of phases. But this Super Bowl window is closed because they just the team is too thin, um, and it it makes sense probably that they would trade Tyree Kill. They weren't going to pay him thirty million dollars a year. They can't really afford to have the highest-paid quarterback and highest-paid receiver in the league, both on their roster, although I guess Mahomes isn't technically the highest-paid quarterback anymore, but again, that's for another time. Um, so yeah, the compensation in this trade is a late first-rounder and a mid-to-late second-rounder, two-fourths and a sixth. Uh, not real excited, especially when I read... Uh, in the morning, that they were asking for two firsts. That would have been something. Um, so after reading that, I was a little disappointed that, that they didn't get that. But a first and a second, that's about the most you see an NFL receiver get traded for. They are not a huge commodity 
on the trade market, even when they're Tyreek Hill. So about what I expected. Uh, and it stinks to, to lose a player that is unique. He is truly unique. I've never seen a player with that kind of top-end speed and change of direction ability and acceleration. So it's not like they can just replace Tyreek Hill. I think a lot of other guys are replaceable in some way or another. He's really not one of them. Uh, this will change the way they play offense. They're going to have to redesign their offense because their offense was designed to take advantage of his speed and the threat that he is to the defense, and they knew they could get defenses to play a certain way against him, and that opens other things up even when they're not trying to get him the ball, and that's gone now. Uh, the weapons for this Chiefs team are now uh, you know, a running back group that's not great. In fact, they've lost most of them in free agency. And Juju Smith-Schuster, which we'll see what he is in this Chiefs offense. And then an aging Travis Kelsey, who's playing fewer snaps every year. And McCole Hardman, who will not just step into Tyreek Hill's shoes. I, I want to cut that off before people start thinking that. He is not a good downfield receiver. He's a very nice gadget player. You can use his speed in other ways. But he's not a downfield receiver that can run routes deep catch deep. He doesn't track the ball very well down the field, so I'm not real excited there. And then I guess the next guy is Josh Gordon? Uh, please. Josh Gordon hasn't been a relevant player in six or seven years. So, and my, the way I view players like Josh Gordon or Le'Veon Bell when he was with the Chiefs or whoever is, I'll give him one year, like into the past, I'll give him one year that maybe wasn't good, or they were hurt, or they were out for a year, or they just had a bad year because they were on a bad team. But if it's been more than a year since you were a relevant player, I'm assuming that's what you are now, is an irrelevant player. And it's been a long time since Josh Gordon showed anything. So what he is right now is a guy that can barely make an NFL roster. Uh, that's what he's been the last couple teams he's been on, so not counting on anything from him. Uh, and the defense is really thin. They're thin in the secondary really thin on the defensive line, and they were kind of bad there to begin with. So I guess what I'm saying is I don't expect much from the Chiefs. Hopefully they can rebuild it. I think this particular front office has a mixed track record, so we'll just see what happens. It is kind of interesting. If you ever need it illustrated how quickly things change in the NFL, consider this. Uh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in January of 2020. And the key contributors on that team, or some of the key contributors on that team, are Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, uh, Frank Clark, and I guess if you want to include Harrison Butker as the kicker, you can include him as a key contributor. Those are the only guys left. It is now March of 2022. Those are the only guys left from that championship team that are any sort of significant contributors. So just kind of interesting. That, that's how the NFL goes, is it changes fast. Players get old fast. I've been trying to warn Chiefs fans this was coming, and they really needed to take advantage of their window and win two or three Super Bowls. I think they could have won at least two, and they just didn't get it done. So anyway, it's enough Chiefs talk because we don't have that many listeners that are Chiefs fans. We'll move on. Okay, I've got a rules change idea to pitch to you guys. I've been thinking about how the real NFL has a lot of mechanisms in place 
to encourage parity uh, among the teams, try to make sure certain teams aren't dominating all the time. And, of course, those are present in our franchise, but there are really only four relevant teams in this franchise. The 28 that are run by the computer don't really matter, at least not so far. Uh, In our previous franchise, none of them ever won the Super Bowl, and I don't think it's going to happen in this one either. So I'm trying to think about, I want some of those mechanisms among our four players to just bump things towards evening out a little bit. I don't want I don't want to penalize people that are successful. That's not what I'm going for. I just want to see if we can goose it a little bit and try it for parity. So anyway, uh, we talked one time about some league that would take a first round draft pick away from the Super Bowl winner, but I think they had 32 uh, users in that league. I don't think that works in a league like ours with just four users. You can always go trade for another one. I don't even know how it would work. Most of us have two first-round picks even during the season, so when you win the Super Bowl, how would we decide which one you lose? I, I, I don't want to do that, and we don't have to do anything. But here's an idea I had today that I thought could be pretty good, and you guys might like it. So tell me what you think. Uh, we'll talk about it at some point. Should have talked about it at the owner's meeting, but we didn't talk much Madden, and it actually wasn't an owner's meeting. Anyway, my idea was... We've been doing this thing where every year during the season, before the playoffs start, uh, you are allowed to change a superstar ability for one of your players. And I was thinking maybe we adjust that so that that happens in the offseason, after the season, uh, after the players regress, so you know you have a guy that actually will have that ability going in in the next season. And here's the adjustment that we would make. The person that wins the Super Bowl doesn't get to do that. The person that lost the Super Bowl gets to do that with one ability. Uh, The next place person gets to do that with two abilities. And the last place person gets to do that with three abilities. Um, It might... I don't think this would cause much of a difference in the way the league goes, but you also might see that and say that it's a little too strong. Uh, I, I certainly don't don't think it would affect our current first place person all that much. But if you think that's too much for the last place person, then we could just do Super Bowl winner doesn't get to do it and everybody else gets to adjust one superstar ability. But I thought it would be interesting to do kind of a cascading effect there, especially if you're getting last every single year, you're not going to have that many superstar abilities to change. So pretty soon you're just changing ones you've already changed before. And it, I don't think it would benefit you that much. Um, but that's a thought. If anybody has any other thoughts on how to maybe even the playing field a little bit, uh, that's not the right word. The playing field's plenty even, but to kind of create a little more parity, uh, let me know. That's my idea. I kind of like it. I just had it today, so if I think about it more, I may stop liking it, but I kind of like it. So that's rules change proposal. Uh, That's all on that. So to close the show today... I would like to do something I've heard other podcasts do, and uh, I think it's pretty fun. At least I always like it. Maybe you guys will, maybe you won't. Uh, It's we're going to read the reviews of my podcast. Well, not all of them. Uh, There are hundreds of thousands, but we'll read a couple of the more interesting ones. 
Uh, so here we go. This one's written by the most interesting man in the world. Five stars. This podcast teaches even me new things every time I listen. From football and space, space, hmm, uh, to the deepest mysteries of the universe and of my own soul, this podcast enlightens me every time I listen. Well, thank you, most interesting man in the world. That's a great review. Uh, this one comes from Donnie. It says, the title is, Let's Go Brandon. This podcast is one of my favorites. I listen every day, even though he only puts out an episode every couple of months. I always like hearing what's going on in the league, and the analysis is spot on. As always, let's go Brandon. That's very nice. You know, I've been seeing uh, this Let's Go Brandon all over the internet lately, and I really appreciate all the support. Uh, there's some really nice people out there. Uh, this review is from Sam UL. It says, This is dirt. It is dirty. It provides a good base for growing grass when leveling a lawn. The dirt performed very well. When I opened the bag of dirt, inside I found dirt. Not only would I buy it again, I have bought it again. If you are looking for a bag of rocks, do not buy this bag of dirt. If you are looking for a bag of dirt, then this is the product for you. Five stars. Oh, that's a review for uh, topsoil. My bad. Uh, let me see if I can find something else. Oh, this is a review from Skyforged1789. Oh, one star. He is a joke. No capital letters there, all lowercase. Skyforge1789, I will find you. We will have words. And maybe more. Well, that was depressing, so let's try to end on a positive one here. From, oh, here's a good one. From Scar Joe. Title is Sexy. This host is sexy. The content is sexy. I get turned on every time I listen. The voice is sexy. The analysis is sexy. Even when it's over, I feel more sexy. It makes me more sexy and gets me more turned on every minute that I listen. Three stars. Three stars? What? Weird. Well, I think that's a good place to end there, uh, even though that should have been a five-star review. Uh, be sure to go and uh, rate and review my podcast. More of these five-star reviews would be good. And for those of you who think that I just made all of these up, how dare you? Uh, catch you guys later.